Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. His name is Jesus. Jesus. Just say that, Jesus. Did you feel something when you say that? Say that again, Jesus. There's power in that name, amen. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn to Nehemiah chapter 4 with me, beginning of verse 1. We're sorry your pastor couldn't be here tonight, so that's why you have me. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize right ahead. But um, he said uh, he'll see us Sunday morning for sure. In Jesus' name. Don't we have a wonderful pastor? Amen. I know. I know. He, he's such a unique Man, he says that the, the Anchor Church, the saints of God of, of the Anchor Church are unique folks. He's never seen another church like this anywhere. There, there's not another pastor like Pastor Bounds anywhere. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Give him honor tonight. Nehemiah, beginning at chapter 4, verse 1. But it came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we built the wall, he was wroth. And took great indignation and mocked the Jews. There is a mocker of you, and it comes from hell. Amen? The folks that are against you, the folks that speak against you, try to distract you, put you down, and all that stuff like that, it comes from hell. Just consider the source. Amen? You're not the only one. It's been happening pretty much forever. All right? So Sam Ballot spake before his brethren and the army of Samaria. That's pretty bad when you're going to go talk to an army somewhere about the people of God. And he said, what do these feeble Jews? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? You sort of hear this little... Giggle in the background there. God, they can't do this. Are they going to do this? What are they doing? Same giggle comes from hell about us. Amen? Take it personally now. Apply it to yourself. Now, Tobiah the Ammonite was by him, and he said, Even that which they build, if a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone wall. They're making fun of what they're doing. Doing for God. Doing it for God. I'm not doing it for you. Doing it for God. So the, most of the book of Nehemiah was written in the first person, and it goes back to Nehemiah's narrative now. He says, Hear, O God, for we are despised. Hear us, Lord. We, we, got, we got some trouble here. We need you. Go down to verse 6. So our reaction to all that negativity was we built the wall. We just went back to work. I don't care what devil wants to say or all the other chattering voices around me, I'm going to live for God. Amen? Anybody with me? All right. So we built the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. How? For the people had a mind to work. Anybody want to work for God? Amen. But it came to pass that when Samballot, bad thing about Samballot, Samballot was kind of a backslider. Samballot married a Jewish girl and was involved in the Jewish faith, but never really got it down in his heart. 
those backsliders, they're the worst ones sometimes, I'm afraid to say. It's like, you know how misery loves company? The devil doesn't want to be in hell, so he wants you to be in hell with him too. And so backsliders say, well, I can't live for God, so they don't want you to live for God either. And I already started preaching. I'm not done reading yet. That's pretty good, really. That was good right there. Okay. I didn't know if you knew, but that was good. I was letting you know that was good. All right. So, <laughs> so I don't even know where I am. Where did I leave? Okay, verse 7. Enough humor, okay? I can't do it without humor. But it came to pass that when Sambal and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites, all these people heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, they were now very wroth. First, verse 1, he was just wroth. Now, now. We thought we was mad before. Now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And conspired all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Nevertheless, wisely, we made our prayer unto our God. Amen? Why do we pray? Oh, we need his strength. Yeah, yeah. He, he's our shield and our fortress. He's our protector. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to let you sit down eventually, but I got to stand, so, you know. Anyway, I lost my place again. Where is it? My dear, what? Nine. Okay. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, now here's the sad part. Judah said the strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed. We're all tired. And there is much rubbish. There's so much stuff here to do so that we are not able to build a wall. When you come up against enough chatter around you, it wears you down. And the first thing to be hindered is Judah. Is your praise. Amen. When you're standing there and everybody else is jumping around, and you look at yourself, some, something's hindered in your life. Judah has been hindered. You're listening too much to the voice of Sam Ballot. And this is Nehemiah, and our adver- adversaries said, They shall not know, neither see. Till we come in the midst among them and slay them, we're going to kill them and cause the work to cease. The devil would like to kill you. Guess what? He can't. He gives life. He takes life away. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Go down to verse 14, and then we'll be done. And I looked and rose up. I, I looked at the situation. I looked at all the people. I looked at praise was down. I, they, they seemed like... Maybe they're believing there's too much work to do here. It's too hard to to live for God to do this. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not afraid of them. Remember the Lord. Say that with me. Remember the Lord. (laughs) Which is great and terrible. And fight for your brethren, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Let's all pray. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. Now speak to all 
all of our hearts. Help us to receive something from heaven, Lord God. Flow from, from heaven to me, through me, out of me, and all of them, Lord God. Let us receive your word tonight and encouragement in the name of Jesus, we pray. Everyone says amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. I want to talk about remember the Lord tonight. Remember the Lord. Uh, I've been teaching a, a series at Calvary Apostolic Tabernacle, the church I pastor in Cambridge, for five weeks now called Restoration. And part of the reason was I realized before we got back into having church again, we needed restoration. Two months without church. Anybody feel like they needed a little restoration yourself? Yeah. Thank you, man. And I, uh, we just been sticking with the book of Nehemiah. The book of Nehemiah is awesome. I love it. It's my favorite probably. But um, this Sunday... Uh, I'll be preaching the sixth in the series of restoration, and that'll be it. I'll be done with that series. Also, that'll be it for Calvary Apostolic Tabernacle. That will be the last message preached at that church. We're merging with the Anchor Church in Cambridge. I will no longer be the pastor there. Brother Chrisman will be the pastor. Amen? Amen. And it's bittersweet. It's the Lord's will. And it's God's way. Brother Christman has been so gracious. He said one time he was in the prayer, prayer room uh, at, at Cambridge. And he said, all of a sudden, the power of God fell just at one moment. And he's like looking around. Who walked in the room? You know, what happened? I don't know. And it was just maybe 10 minutes before service or so like that. And he, he, he goes up and he, he goes in his place and he sees Calvary Apostolic Tabernacle was there. And he's telling me about that. He said, you guys bring something with you. And I, well, that's kind. You know, I didn't know if he was being nice or whatever like that. But I think the Lord has put healing in their hands. Those folks went through great trial and came through. And we have visited some other churches. We've been to about four different churches. And everywhere we go, they say, oh, man, we love it when you guys come, when you guys visit. And it's just, um, well, we have 14 members now, praise God. Yeah. <laughs> so... Now you're caught up on all the news, okay? The Daughter Work News Network. There you go. Praise God. After six weeks, our family joining um, Brother Christmas' family there in service, I'll be back here with my family. So I'm looking forward to that. Praise God. Been teaching this series on restoration. And th just this last Sunday, I taught on Remember the Lord. Sometimes the preacher preaches a good message. And you say, oh, that was a good message. That was good. Yeah, that was good. But sometimes a preacher just preaches his heart. It's not so much concern about the message as it's almost just a testimony flowing out of him. And so that's what this is going to be tonight. I don't think I forgot the Lord, but I don't know that I was remembering the Lord quite like I should have been. And we'll talk to you about it. We need to remember the Lord. We need to remember that there is a Lord. Depending on what you're in the middle of, for just a moment, be honest, you can forget that there is a Lord. We'll call 911, okay? We'll call the doctor, all right? We'll call the uh, um, counselor, yes. Call the psychiatrist, right. Call the banker, yeah. 
Uh, call the loan officer. Call. Well, when is it we're going to call on Jesus? And in those moments, sometimes we, f- we forget. We, we didn't remember the Lord. And that's just human. That's just normal. That's okay. That doesn't mean you're backslid, nothing like that. I mean, you're normal. Nudge him beside you, say, hey, I, he said I'm normal. Yeah. That'd be an argument on the ride home, maybe, but that's okay. He said I'm normal. <laughs> you have to remember that there is a Lord. Because every form of media out there is telling you that there is not a Lord. That your Redeemer is the United States government. Yeah. Your ever-present help. Well, that's exactly, I know, but that's what they're telling you. That's what they're telling you. Hmm. And so we have to remember that there is a Lord. I read a report recently that some scientists, they weren't specific, but some scientists believe there are hundreds of worlds out there like the earth that have life forms on them out in the galaxies. They just haven't found them yet. I don't know. I was reading Genesis 1-1, and it said, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And I, I don't, uh. And so here's the cool thing. <laughs> Remember how God grabbed the stars in his hands and flung them out? It's believed, nobody knows for sure, it's believed that the universe and the galaxies are still creating, they're still expanding. Well, for me and for my Bible literate mind, that makes sense. He flung them out a long time ago. They're still flinging. Amen? There is a God, and he's a mighty God. Don't forget there is a Lord because there is a Lord. Hallelujah. And he's a mighty Lord. Amen. I I think of creation, I'm just amazed by it. How God did all that. And I try to build something at my house. And it's a kit. I mean, it's pre-built. They already got it cut and I got pieces left over. He's a mighty God, amen? <laughs> I ain't so mighty. Uh, yeah. But you got to remember that there is a Lord, but that that Lord is mighty. There is no other. No other God. No other Lord. None beside him. There is no other. There is no other that's even similar or a little bit like him. There is no other Lord than him. Amen, amen, and he is mighty, praise God. Amen. (laughs) You need to remember the Lord that has done mighty works. Creation is something, and that's, that's pretty amazing. But how do you take three million people across a desert Open up a sea 
on dry land. They pass through, and the army trying to kill them, he lets the sea fall back down on them again and washes out the army of Egypt. Look at your history. That was the thing that broke Egypt. Egypt had multiple dynasties. At the death of the Egyptian army was the end of their greatest dynasty. God did that. He's a mighty God. (laughs) And he's doing mighty things. And he has done mighty things. And you can't forget that. You've got to remind yourself. Let's worship him for just a second. (laughs) Oh, we love you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. You are a mighty God. You have done mighty things, Lord God. How does a mighty Lord fill about 120 people with the Holy Ghost? But by the end of that day, 3,000 people were filled with the Holy Ghost because of those about 120. And about 3,000 people are baptized in Jesus' name. That day. How's a mighty God do that? How's a mighty God take fishermen and uneducated folks and, I mean, they, they said, you're ignorant. Well, that's not very nice. They were fairly correct, though. And... Um, you know, just own it. It's okay if if it is. But I serve a mighty God, amen? Yeah. And so they, they take the gospel in the period of about 60 years through all of the known world. How they do that? From, really from, we have this, Historic facts in India, uh, from India to Spain, in 60 years, they spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. That was a brand new doctrine to the whole world. How they do that? They serve a mighty God who does mighty works. Who does mighty works through mighty people. I'm about done. This is, this is the wind-up right here. We're going to pray and worship Jesus because he's mighty. Amen. You have to remember that the Lord has done mighty works in your life. Anybody ever been healed in your life? I mean, just miraculously, it's just done. It's over. I wish we could turn the camera on everybody. It's pretty much most everybody here. That was a mighty thing, wasn't it? I hurt my back at 30 years old, thinking I was Superman and invincible. I was wrong on both points. Came crashing down to the realization. I even had the S on my T-shirt. I had to get rid of that, you know. It's not there anymore. I don't have it. I hurt myself. I mean, I was just doing more than I should have been. But again, thinking I could do it all, and I couldn't, I hurt myself seriously. I was off work, um, I think about a year. I remember I got a phone call from the mortgager on my house. They said, hey, uh, you know, we can take your house at any time. I said, well, you're going to have to carry me because I can't move. I'm on the couch, you know. 
He didn't think I was very funny. It got to desperation as it does sometimes in our lives. Sometimes the things you're going through are what you have to go through for this moment. Because it's the thing that reminds you that there's a mighty Lord. And he's willing to be mighty in your life if you'll let him. And I go to service one night, and we had an evangelist. It was actually Brother Godwin. Yeah. And he's screaming at everybody. And everybody's, this is back before we knew him very well. He'd only been there. Anybody here like in 94, 95 when we had Brother Godwin the first time? Yeah. I thought maybe he was on drugs or something. I don't know. He... You know how they say white man can't jump? Well, this one could. He would jump from here to here. His feet would be this high. He's, ah! I'm saying he's going to break a leg and the pulpit and everything. I don't know. And uh, so he's screaming at everybody. Oh, we got to praise the Lord. Let's go start with the leaders. He goes like this. There I am sitting up there. <laughs> because, you know, I'm like. Uh, I don't think I can do anything. I couldn't clap my hands. I couldn't lift my hands. I couldn't walk, couldn't sit, couldn't lay, couldn't do anything. Pain, 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 pain. Evil, awful, nasty pain. I took so much pain medication, I got an ulcer. Yeah. It was working on my stomach. It just wasn't working on the rest of me. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to be funny, too, but that, I can't do without it. But... I thought, you know what? I haven't been able to praise the Lord for a while. I'm going to do it. And I don't care if it cripples me. Because I feel bad that I haven't worshipped the Lord. I haven't lifted my hands. I haven't clapped my hands. I haven't. I just, I, I, I want to. I want to worship the Lord, but I just feel I can't. And so I, you know. Come on, come on, lift them hands. And, and it was just pain. It's crazy. And I don't know what happened. But there's a mighty Lord. I know that. And I sort of semi came to after a few minutes, and I'm twirling around in circles like this. I didn't even know I was. And I'm just twirling and twirling and twirling, and I'm realizing, hey, I don't, I don't feel bad. Hey, I feel pretty good. I got a lot of centrifugal force going here. I don't know if I can stop, but it's, it's going good. <laughs> and I finally stopped, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I am or not, but I'm going to worship the Lord. And I just, like this, and the whole church blows up. You know, they knew my situation like that. I truly felt the hot oil pour on me and run down my back like that. Now, I serve a mighty Lord, and so do you. And sometimes, hallelujah, let's all stand. Some of you are standing. Let's all, sometimes you have to remind yourself what that mighty Lord has done in your life. Remember that healing that he did. Remember that miracle that he brought by. Yeah, yeah. Remember that prayer you prayed. You even felt weak praying it. You didn't even think you had any faith when you were saying the words that you were saying. And then, boom, it happened just like you prayed. Because he's a mighty Lord. We have to remember the Lord and the mighty works that he's done in our own lives. He got to you.
David said, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, he says, then I feel you cover me. It can get scary at night. Jonah said, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto me into thine holy temple. And you delivered me from hell. Sometimes the things we suffer, are our fault. Jonah's suffering is his fault. But sometimes you haven't done anything wrong. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It looks bad sometimes. It looks like a very dark place. I can't see the end of it. Valleys sometimes are very low. You can feel like the sides are crashing in on you. And you can't sometimes see the horizon because you've got to climb to get out of the valley. But you have to remember the Lord. That there is a Lord. That he is mighty. That he has done mighty works in your life. And you've got to remember that he's not done working yet. Anybody say amen to that? Let's lift our hands in the name of Jesus. I pray that you'd help us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, to remember you, Lord God. Because we need you. We need you in this COVID-19 hour, Lord God. For you're the healer of all diseases. We don't fear it, Lord God. We're going to be wise, we're going to be careful, but we trust in you that you are a healer. You are a healer of COVID-19. You are a healer of everything, Lord God. Nothing too hard for our God. We remember you, Lord, in this day of racial tension, Lord God. We remember you. We remember you, Lord God, that you love everybody, and so do we. <laughs> but we trust in you. In this crazy economy, Lord God, we remember you, Lord God, that you have your own economy, Lord Jesus. Ah, when, the, ah, when the diseases and pestilence were falling on Egypt, over in Goshen, they didn't have none of that. You protected your people in the middle of pestilence, Lord God. I would recommend we come forward. We're going to sing something here. Let's all pray together for a minute, if you would, in Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.